Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and the 1998 Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Champion, Shay Comer. Hello, hello, hello. How are my romantics, erratics, and curious people? If you love the show like flies love nesting in Mike Pence's hair, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcast. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. What up, girlfriend? Hey, hey, hey. How you be? I be good. How you be? I be great. Thank you. Good. It's been it's been a little minute since we did an episode. I know. Hot second, hot second, for sure. It's been a crazy time of the year, but we want everyone to know that we are still here. We're doing our thing. We don't have COVID, as we know. No. As, as, yeah, as far as we know, we're not super spreaders. But hey, we, we, we have to take time off, too, you know, like anybody else in any other job. So that's all. But we're back. What's new, girl? You know, so many things. So many things, John. So many. Good things, bad things, or just things? Just terrible things, pretty consistently. Oh, I'm what? I'm tired. Yeah, and like I haven't been sleeping on top of all of it. I just had to get some of those like gummies that help you fall asleep with like melatonin and stuff. Yeah. And I, oof, I just, I can't sleep and I can't stay asleep and I wake up and I can't go back to sleep and then in the morning I'm a drag. So. Ugh. Yeah. God, are these like me? I can fall asleep right when my head hits the pillow. Really? Yeah. And like, I'm not one of those like, you wake up in the middle of the night. Now you can't go back to sleep. I'm like, I'm waking up when the birds are chirping in the morning. Really? Yeah. I'm a good sleeper. <laughs> I'll try to send some of those vibes your way. Thanks. I think it's just all the stress, you know, so many things all the time. Is it man troubles? Here and there, here and there. But I mean, it's not really my focus on what's stressing me out. Maybe this past week it was, but like other than that, nah, it's been everything else. Men suck. I agree. At least you know that you guys suck. (laughs) Oh, I know that. I am one of them. Not one of the men who suck. I'm just a man. But are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I mean, (laughs) I'm sure I've been accused of by, you know, some jaded woman that I suck at some point in my dating career but i don't think it's like a a, a standing title i don't know i think you just overall suck but okay let us continue (laughs) what do you know (laughs) so i mean i i do have to record with you pretty consistently so i know a little bit it's fine let's go (laughs) all right let's go we'll talk about this later missy 
I know. Let's throw hands. I think that'd be really good. Can we get one of those like sock and bopper things? That was a thing when I was a kid. No, those are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I never got them, but I really wanted them. So if we could order them and then we can just beat the shit out of each other, that would be great. They have those things like, they're like bar things. You can go to some bars or at least back when you were, you know, still able to go to bars and be around people in close quarters. They had like those rock'em sock'em like outfits you could put on, and so you funny. you had to box. And if you like hit somebody, then like a spring popped up, like you knocked their block off. You know what I mean? But you could like you could actually box a real person, rock'em sock'em style. See, I think that I would st- solve a lot more of the world's problems if more people took out their uh, grievances with each other that way. I still remember that commercial too. The sock and boppers, sock and boppers, sock and boppers, way more fun than a pillow fight. Yeah. And they'd be like, you knocked my block off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So people right now are probably like, what is this show about (laughs) exactly? Yeah. They're like, so we're talking about fighting or. Yeah. Shay and I tend to go off, you know, on down rabbit holes every now and then an episode, but we'd like to feel anyway that we bring all of you with us on these little adventures. I think you guys appreciate these. Yeah. A little glimpse into our like twisted minds and lives, a little snapshot, mm-hmm. but time to come back from fantasy land and get into why we're actually here today. <laughs> the plot thickens. So we are about eight months into this pandemic now that we call COVID. I don't know if you've all heard out there or been watching the news or anything, but there's a, there's a pandemic going on right now with a virus called COVID. Man, those people that live under a hole are just living life right now. They don't even know what the hell is going on. They're just like, think of the people that don't, that like seclude themselves, don't have to like go in anywhere. Like maybe you're vegetarians and just grow all their fruits and veggies at their own land. They're just living life every day. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss for sure. Yeah. Right. That sounds great. Imagine like, here we go down another rabbit hole. Imagine waking up from a coma. Like let's say you woke up from a coma today and somebody explaining the last eight months to you. Like you, you wouldn't even be able to comprehend any of it because yeah. it hasn't happened in be this like, country in about a hundred years. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, that'd be crazy for sure. Do you remember uh, eight short months ago, Shay, like what you were thinking or how you were feeling when the governor first announced that like the state was shutting down, I was you know, like, the first, no way. this, this will be surreal. over a little bit. Yeah, I was just like, this will just pass. Like they're overreacting. And then I like saw all the numbers and everything. I was like, oof, we're fucked. Right. Like all businesses shutting down. I remember like, and it was my grocery shopping day anyway, when the governor announced it, you know, I was going to the grocery store, no matter what was going on. And, or it looked like the zombie apocalypse had hit and people were just, just filling their carts with anything and everything they could get. It was ridiculous. Like Americans are so easy to scare. You know what I mean? Right. Like for sure. Like the, bur- um, the toilet paper thing was nuts. No, like, right? Oh, God. This is the thing, guys. We're fine. Worst yeah. case scenario, go grab a leaf. The fuck? Right. And, like, stuff like all, you know, canned goods and rice. Everybody was taking everything. I'm like, the Taco Bell down the road never closed. <laughs> they were never ordered shut down 
but right. yet people are stocking up on the canned goods like you know they're going to be in their nuclear shelter having to eat like rations you know when like the wendy's and the taco bell is still open 24 7 right right so anyway believe it or not this is sort of relatable to our topic which is covid and if you regular loyal ris- listeners of our show can recall that right when the pandemic hit i gotta feel like we were one of the first ones to broach the topic of dating during the pandemic it was like we had to have recorded that one when do you think shay like maybe april like right in the height of like when things were yeah yeah really the shit was really hitting the fan in the spring Uh and um you know i think at the time it was still considered like taboo nobody was doing like light-hearted stuff related to covid because no people people like sick and people right people were dying and people were scared and you know and that's still going on but so i i feel like we were one of the first to, to hit that topic and then a lot of other places started doing it like you know there's even a tv show now uh love in the time of covid you know like what yeah there's a tv show on one of the like smaller networks but it's called love in the time of covid obviously it's a play on words from that love in the time of cholera so this was sort of a play on that but you know a lot of different venues and everything we're talking about dating during because like most businesses during covid had to pivot you know to try to survive during the pandemic those of us out there that are single we had to pivot too if you wanted to have somewhat of a recognizable dating and social life right right Mm -hmm. and so i think we've had in the past eight months a good dry run on how exactly to do that and i gotta say it was a little bit like questionable in the beginning but i feel like i've had a somewhat solid dating life during the pandemic what about you shay yeah, I think so as well. I think I've been able to keep the nice thing is is like I don't like going to guys' houses on the first date in general. That's just like one of my rules. I think I have a couple times like because of the pandemic, but like other than that, like it still scares me. Like I ugh. No, and it should. It should. You know, we've talked about this topic before that pre-COVID we talked about first dates and should you go to somebody's house? on a first date and while i like it for a bunch of different reasons i never expected or even ask it because that's a lot to ask and it 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 puts the female you know in a corner to now have to be like oh now either i gotta go out of my comfort zone and go to his house which i really don't want to do or i'm gonna look like a bitch to have by telling him no and so i just don't like putting anybody in that situation so i totally get that you're not there's nothing unreasonable, Shay, about you not wanting to go to a guy's house, pre-COVID or no COVID, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think with COVID, though, like, I'm definitely, it's, this is so weird. I'm definitely more aware of my surroundings. And I, like, if a guy's like, I'm not wearing a mask, like, when we're supposed to be wearing a mask, that is yeah. such a big turnoff. Like, who knew? Yeah. Who knew that was going to be, like, like one of my dating must-haves you have to like comply with wearing a mask 
Well, yeah. I mean, look what's going on out there. The, the reason why, and as we're recording this, people, not just our state, but the whole country is in another spike. And a big reason for that is there's still fucking people who refuse to wear their mask, you know? And so, Shay, like how you just said that it's a turnoff for you when a guy doesn't want to wear a mask, that's the equivalent to me I'm incredibly turned off when a woman makes it known that she's okay if I don't wear a condom, which I never will ever, never, ever do. I always use protection and I'm incredibly turned off if she tells me that she would be fine with it. And there are a lot of women out there who are fine with that. The stereotype is that men are the ones who try to get out of wearing protection, but there's a lot of women yeah, who... it doesn't feel the same. Right, it dries me out, and it... Then, and then. Well, of course, you know, it's not perfect, but that's the hand that we're dealt. So I think it's hilarious and glorious at the same time that you say you are turned off by men who say they won't wear a mask. Because what's the bigger picture? Yeah, it's unsafe. They're, they're physically making you and everything around them unsafe, but what is the, like, the bigger picture that that says about that guy, Shay? It just shows like he's a fucking idiot and normally it's just because they're being fucking stubborn yes. and want to like get their way. And it's like, no, you moron. You are literally putting so many people in danger by not just wearing a fucking mask. And I get like it's kind of redundant because then you go and sit in a booth or a table and then you get to take your mask off and a lot of times you don't have your mask on when the, they come back to the table blah, like the wait staff and stuff but in Chicago you have to have your mask on when the wait staff is around but suburbs yeah. no right so I mean I get it it's redundant in some parts but the more you have it the more it helps you know yeah and and who would have thought, and, and that's really what this, if you listen or still haven't figured out what this episode is about yet, it's our COVID update, how dating has evolved since the beginning of eight months into the outbreak. We did the episode about how we think we can pivot. This episode is, okay, what the pivots happened. <laughs> how have things changed? And so to that end, Shay, who would have thought eight months ago that one of your, you know, selection criteria for am I into this guy or not is, is he willing to wear a mask or not? Yeah, for sure. That a hundred percent. I think it's, I think people are just fucking morons nowadays. It's like, if you have a possibility to say, let's say you're drowning and everyone around you is drowning and you have the possibility to give yourself a life vest and everyone else a life vest, but you want to be like, no, I'm good. I'll just, I'll see if I can stay afloat. This thing's fake anyways. It's just like, okay, yeah. this thing. if it is possibly fake, sure, whatever. But what if it's not? What if it is literally as dangerous as all of these statistics are saying, like, why are you taking that chance on that it is fake? Like, why? Even if I didn't believe in it or whatever, I would still wear a mask just in case, you know? I mean, I do believe in this, but like, wear a fucking mask. And honestly, I prefer it because it prevents people from even like sneezing on me and like, it, it's made people wash their hands more, thank God. Yeah, I was, I was just reading the other day that even aside from COVID, 
the um, because so many people are wearing masks is that um, just general people going to doctors to get treatment for like really bad colds or the flu and the sale of like over-the-counter meds and stuff that's all gone down and and that's because people probably aren't catching colds and the normal shit now either because they're having to wear masks it's like wow there's something to this wearing mask thing you know i haven't been sick knock on wood i haven't been sick with anything in like over a year and a half and if the past eight months has for me i mean for me wearing a mask has prevented me from even catching a cold from somebody fuck i'm all for it i know i agree too like especially because think about it do you know how much the freaking cold like flu has gone down from the years before because people are wearing masks and people are social distancing for the most part and people are washing their hands and sanitizing like i bet those numbers are minimal compared to what they used to be last year totally so with the with the dating and the and the covid thing um you know you 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 mentioned it a couple minutes ago shay with the going to people's houses and like i said i never would expect a girl to come to my house uh on a first date anything like that i never ask but you know just like i said that you and me and everybody else out there who are in the dating world had to pivot i've noticed that a lot of women that I've dated during these past eight months have, have done the same thing and they've pivoted as well. And so many of the dates that I've been on in the past eight months has been first dates have been at, at my place. And, um, and it wasn't my idea. It was always the women's idea. And so that was probably the most dates at my house in a short period of time during COVID than any other time in my dating career and it's got to be because of people kind of changing their dating habits. Wouldn't you think? I mean, it can't just be a coincidence. Yeah, no, I think it's honestly, it's definitely changed how people are dating for sure. But I don't know if it's for the worse. I mean, some parts are for the worse. I feel like people get lazy with dating. Now they're just like, yeah, let's just come over, just come over. Cause I don't want to be out in public. And then either, the person is just like trying like hook up culture or like they come over and they're super sloppy like pajamas or sweatpants like there's so i've noticed that there's a lack of effort though like either they're super creative it's like spectrum either someone's being super creative and like figuring stuff out during covid or there's like like zero effort and blame it on covid yeah you're right i think it's it's one extreme or the other um it, it has given guys the opportunity to really impress women by being creative because there are a lot of different parts of the country that are on serious lockdown or and some not so much but um the ones that were on serious lockdown you know you want to get together with somebody that you're interested in and when i mean getting create creative i don't mean like ridiculous virtual dates i i what do you think about that <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Like, this is the thing. I have come to love not leaving my house because, <laughs> but like a girl getting ready is so much more than a guy getting ready. I mean, I'll still get presentable, but I'm not going to like, I'm not going to go above and beyond if it's just over 
a laptop. And I mean, especially if he orders me food to my house. Okay. I'll take that in a second. Um, I'll take that too. <laughs> right. It's just a free meal. What I mean with a nice person is what I'm basically saying. Like at the end of the day, if the date doesn't go well, you still got food. So it's a, it's a win-win at that point because you got what you wanted and you didn't have to pay for it. And then you don't have to continue like awkwardly being there or an awkward, like, Hey, I got to go by, um, in person. You could just do it over Skype or whatever. And then guess what? You don't have to drive home. You're already home. <laughs> that sounds great. Right. Yeah. I see just because people know that they've had, they had to pivot during this whole pandemic. That doesn't mean that people's view of first impressions change at all. You know, you want a good first impression. And like me, I'm not going to water down my expectations for a first impression just because there's a pandemic going on. I still want a good first impression. So I think that a virtual date just blows that opportunity. I don't think it's a good first impression. I, nobody looks good on, on cams. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think I do anyway. Um, you know, you're tired of staring at the screen and you know, you're, you're being cheesy with like toasting drinks over, you know, the computer. And it's like, this is silly. So it's, I think it's just not a great first impression. They can't see your body language. They can't see how you're dressed, you know, which is part of, you know, you trying to push a good first impression. So I, 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 I would, I would rather go no date than virtual date. Yeah. I feel like the guy kind of gets a short end of the stick for virtual dates. Um, because I know overall men are very like physical creatures, not every single one. Don't get me wrong, but like they have that innate characteristic in them where they're just like physical touch is normally most important. And with physical touch, you have to be in person for that. You can't really do that virtually. Um, you can't like go even, I'm talking about like the simplest of things, even like holding her hand or um, whatever other physical touches there are, or give her a kiss on the first date. You aren't getting any of that. You're literally just seeing her and talking with her, which women love that shit. Women love talking. For yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And like communicating and getting to know someone and that part, because women, they don't, like, yeah, they definitely have it where they're like, they fuck guys with their eyes. But overall, the way they get turned on is mentally. The way they orgasm is mentally, basically. Like, yeah, yeah. it has a feeling, but you have to get her in the mood and worked up. And that takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Guess what? I've been with like a two pump shop kind of dude. <laughs> you think I can do two licks and done? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. I fucking <laughs> wish. Uh, and and you know what is not to shit on the the virtual dates too much because there might be some people out there who are into it and if you are hey good for you but doesn't work for me but um you know just even sitting even if you're not physically in contact with somebody but like if you're vibing with somebody in person you know those vibes the chemistry you know that you always hear people talking about the vibes the chemistry that's like a palpable thing. You can feel that when you're in somebody's presence, right? I mean, you can feel like the vibes, especially if you're like dancing with somebody close on the dance floor or something. Tell me you can't feel those vibes, you know? 
Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, and that's an important like vetting process to tell you if you're into this person or not. Those vibes don't translate through Zoom. You know what I mean? You you just can't. It, 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 you you just don't get that like. You don't get the physical, the physicality of it, you know? Exactly, exactly. And I mean, you can still have like charisma and like fun times and jokes, but you're not going to have the physicality through Zoom. Sorry. You're going to be, maybe you're like super attracted to them. You're like, God damn, I wish I could get in their pants. But like, (laughs) they're over Zoom. There's no possibility unless you get your ass up and drive over there after the Zoom call ends. Yeah. Now, a date that ends in like hot... But naked sex is awesome, but that's not my like assessment of a good date that, that, you know, it is a good date if you end up getting sex, usually if it's good sex, but, um, it's not the only barometer of a, of a good date. So for me, that's not so big of a deal, but what is, is some sort of physicality, you know, like even if it's like a kiss, good night, or even a hug, good night, you know, you could, you could kind of use that as an assessment if you're into this person or not like if you hug somebody and it feels like you're like hugging your sister you know like she's stiff or something like that then you might be like i've had like if i was on the fence with somebody during an entire date usually the deciding factor it could have come down to like the hug or the kiss good night you know what i mean right mm-hmm. and you don't get that if it's a virtual date so i i think that We've beat this horse to death that um, however you pivot, you know, during this, this pandemic, I hope you didn't put a ton of stock into the virtual date areas. Yeah, I get it. It's the safest way for sure. But I think that, you know, this country has shown that there are ways that you can still interact while still staying safe and following just about all the, the COVID parameters, right? Yeah, I definitely just trying not to be a fucking Karen. God damn it. Like, uh, this is my right. I don't have to. Or I have a medical condition. But like, stop your bullshit. Just stop it. Like, right. we don't want to hear it. We don't believe you. Shut the fuck up. You're just annoying, causing a scene. Get out of our way. Um, as long as you're not that person, then and wash your fucking hands. Y'all are good. Enjoy each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing says that you have to go to a crowded bar or restaurant. We know that is about 95% of where all dates start or in a, in a coffee house or something. Same thing. Coffee house, bar, restaurant. It's a place that you sit down and you either have a drink or food and there's a bunch of people around. We, we get that you may not be able to do one of those things. And that's one of the most common first date type venues. Um, so what we're saying is, consider pivoting we have to just like all the businesses out there and all the schools and everything else had to pivot in order to function and survive so do we in the dating world you have to pivot to meet the times pivot! Or... Pivot! <laughs> or, yeah, listen to her listen to the girl or your alternative is you don't date you can certainly do that and and sit home and barricade yourself in the house and put your dating life on ice until this whole thing passes. But guess what? This thing ain't changing anytime real soon. So um, you could be without a date for a long time. Right. Or just open up to the possibilities, guys. It's okay. As long as you're safe. Worst case scenario, too, if you don't want to eat at a crowded restaurant, 
you guys could always like figure out like a picnic or something like pick up the food and go somewhere more secluded like there's other options too if you're not fully comfortable being in a restaurant right right and that's all we're saying is know to pivot be flexible and um get out of your comfort zone a little bit while still staying safe you know these these women that i mentioned that i've dated they felt fine without me even asking them to come to my house on a first date. And guess what? I didn't kill any of them as far as you know, but no, I didn't kill any of them. And that probably after the pandemic is long gone, they may be more open to broaden their horizons a little bit because they'll say, Hey, back during the pandemic, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, you know, uh, whatever. And I'm not saying that everybody should go to one of the other person's houses on a first date. I'm just saying that think of different ways to accomplish the same goal in a difficult situation. That means being creative and being able to pivot and have an open mind. Yep. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at TrulyShay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Adios, my babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.